0: Do you think we're gonna delete our Twitter account? I like I always joke about it every week in the show notes. I'm like, follow us on Twitter while you still can. Elon
1: Musk is the czar of Twitter, and that's a dark thought. It's it's fucked. I'm I'm upset. I feel like he's I don't know. He's did you ruining see where it he forever. went to Dave
0: Chappelle's show in San Francisco, and he was literally booed. He booed. Can you imagine? And like he's been the main character all day every day since he acquired twitter can you imagine going 44 47 billion dollars into debt to get dunked on that hard every day do you think he
1: gets it though
0: like i have to spend no money and i get dunked on so easily (laughs) that's a lot of fucking money
1: yeah i mean i'm glad everyone booed him (sighs) he's saying some really fucked up shit
0: yeah and meanwhile the failing new york times is say running headlines like elon musk is is tweeting divisive opinions without a clear political center and it's like all you have to do is be aware that the man exists and you can like figure out it doesn't take a ouija board to figure out where his politics are
1: no not anymore Do you think i should sell my tesla stock <laughs>
0: You hold Tesla stock?
1: Okay. It was really high at one point. And, yeah. And my mom was like, hold on to it. I don't know why I take financial advice from my mom. She's got a totally different financial portfolio than me. I have literally maybe like $3,000 total in stock. Yeah. But, you know, I put in, I think, like $500 into Tesla at one point, mm-hmm. And then it was like $1,500. Wow. I really should have cashed
0: out then That's a I good think. return. Because
1: I think it's it's not going to go back up.
0: No. And actually, like, as of, I don't know, it's been the past couple of weeks, like, reportedly. So, I got I forget exactly when, but Elon made the announcement that now any Tesla driver now has access. It's like a paid subscription that you get through the touchscreen in the car, but now everybody reportedly has access to the full self-driving beta Mm. where you just enter in the address. It takes you to where you want to go, stoplights, blinkers, like every, well, yeah. Can
1: I tell you something I heard? I had dinner last week with someone who, you know, was asleep in their apartment Uh and suddenly huge explosion. Oh, God blew their doors open SWAT team and there's a huge fire and it's like spark like firework level fire you know where it's just like pew 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 pew, pew. It looks like fireworks were going off in his like foyer okay and it was the battery for his electric bike no yeah and he had to like run onto his balcony and, like he was naked and like scream for help essentially and no one could hear him for whatever reason i mean he's in the middle of brooklyn or like people just think like it's not you know the fucking Kitty Genevieve's bystander effect. Right. He actually had to run past the fire to go back and get his phone and call nine one one. Wow. And like he and he made it out. The door and like knocked on everyone's door and told everyone to like get up get out you know but the battery spontaneously combusted Yikes. and he told his friend who lives in fucking like aspen these are like bougie people um he told his friend that you know this happened to him and his friend was like oh you'll never guess what happened to me and i feel like i can't even say this because we might get sued so
0: allegedly
1: his friend said a couple months ago his tesla spontaneously combusted in his garage
0: i'm a rivian boy rivian have you seen those
1: no what what car company
0: there's no that's the car company there's no terrible pr around them they're beautiful they're so outfitted like literally everything you could think of i like the suv
1: i mean i'm here for any electric car alternative to Tesla,
0: they kind of remind me of like Ooh! somewhere between like like a Range Rover yes! with like you remember like the 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 Toyota FJ Cruiser. Cute. It's like those two had a baby. Wait, high really love of it cute. All.
1: Those little headlights. I know. So this is out. Yeah. The, wow. I love electric cars, just like coming on the scene. And they're just like a totally new car company. Mm-hmm. Fucking sick. The I electric like SUV that's already is that another one?
0: Yeah, they're very beautiful as well.
1: Sick. I love where we're headed. <laughs> With our car tech Speaking of I was in Joshua Tree This weekend
0: Oh how was that Did you see any aliens
1: I actually saw a UFO
0: Oh what Same
1: kind of UFO We saw at the beach though one day Okay Where it was like What the fuck is that Like a
0: sphere But a getting really high Dropping looking low like a star
1: Becoming dim Then Whoa. getting light Then moving back Then moving forth Being like in a really weird position Then disappearing Then appearing again And it had There were two of them And they were like You know Some distance apart But then every now and then Like one would get close And then one would get farther away Whoa And they would switch um, Brightness And they were clearly Not planes Like I could see Planes passing You know I could see Comparative There stars
0: Was it ever still At points Planes aren't still
1: Exactly And it was insane I watched it for so long And it was just Chilling there But so I'm in Joshua Tree Mm Mm-hmm uh, which we've talked about on the pod before. Yeah. I don't know how anyone chooses to move and live there. It is literally a town of three desert buildings.
0: People, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm grateful for the desert people because they give you such an experience when you visit. Yeah. I cannot imagine spending 12 out of the 12 months in the desert. I
1: can't imagine spending 12... 12- days in the desert maybe
0: maybe if i had like an oprah compound or something you know where it was like fully terraformed and like many different buildings but like most of the houses that i see for sale in the desert i'm like you literally have to be out of your mind to go and live there but it is cheap
1: people it just it has this uh, mystique around it, or whatever, that mm-hmm. kind of you think, like, oh, I'm going to Joshua Tree, like, I'm going to Pioneer Town. You get this idea that it's, like, kind of bougie.
0: But no. It is
1: absolutely not.
0: No. And, like,
1: great, I guess. It's
0: not Palm Springs. It is not.
1: And I'm not interested in Palm Springs either,
0: but. Well, you're not gay, so I guess. <laughs>
1: but yeah i was like wow i would never actually move here and this is a tiny tiny town but i wanted to say that i was riding in the back of a fully outfitted all-terrain vehicle like okay um not atv but like a, a fucking land rover Sick. and i'm sitting in the back seat and like it's pouring rain out in the desert and we're driving to like go on i don't know a little excursion because we don't want to be in the house all day yeah and we're literally driving on purpose into every fucking Puddle yeah and every fucking river. And I'm just like, oh, like you're at
0: Disneyland. oh God,
1: like what's happening? We, we're, and you know, I get really, I got nervous. I'd never had that experience yeah. before. But I guess like when you actually have the right vehicle, off
0: roading is fun. Yeah. If be, you're able to do it, it's, it's very fun. It's safe. Yeah.
1: Because you have the right vehicle. Yeah. In my vehicle, we're just going to skid and right get maybe stuck. get
0: stuck. Yeah.
1: Maybe flip, <laughs> maybe hydroplane. I was like, damn, this is like having a tank. Yeah. Essentially. So that was Joshua Tree i went to the integratron
0: oh sick
1: we did we walked in hoping to get like last minute spots because uh-huh. it was totally sold out and we did
0: okay walk me through because i've never gone to it
1: okay gorgeous yeah little compound uh-huh. in the middle of nowhere it was built by this guy who was a scientist mm-hmm. slash astronomer who believed that he was being contacted by venusians right on the planet Venus, who had told him to build this structure. Yeah. And it is made entirely out of wood mm-hmm. and cement and glue there is not a single nail in the entire thing located 20 miles north of joshua tree george van tassel claimed that this structure was based on the design of moses's tabernacle
0: oh wow the
1: writings of nikola tesla uh-huh. and telepathic directions from extraterrestrials whoa 38 feet high 55 feet in diameter all wood dome designed to be an electrostatic generator for the purpose of of rejuvenation and time travel. Yeah, wow. And the location is essential to its functioning. It's built on an intersection of geomagnetic forces that are super powerful. Uh, okay. So that one focused by like just like a concentration uh, of the earth's magnetic field, like yeah. an exu- and amplifies it. These like mm, measuring measurement devices read a significant spike in the earth's magnetic field in the center of the Integratron. Got it. The idea So it's like wood, cement, and glue, Uh kind of like a cello. So when you're Uh in the Integratron, it's like you're inside of a cello. That's amazing. And when you stand in the middle, you have this insane experience where like, say, if you were like speaking out loud, you in the middle will hear it like amplified like 50 times, but everyone around you won't.
0: (gasps) that's so amazing we
1: was, like, I stood that's in like being in the
0: capitol building have you ever like did you ever take the tour of the capitol building no in dc there's several because of the architecture and especially in the rotunda there's several whisper points where like depending on where you're standing you could hear like senators whispering about something over in the corner because yes. it just perfectly is projected and sent at the exact opposing point but if you're anywhere else you'd never hear it
1: Exactly. we had that exact experience anyways and then you like lay down on these mats and they did um, this sound bath with like all all of these meditation bowls, cool. these uh, singing bowls that were like tuned to each chakra. Anyways, it was fucking sick. That's amazing. I highly recommend anyone who's out there to go do the only thing that there, that there is to do yeah. <laughs> besides hike in Joshua Tree is visit the Integratron. But yeah, so that's what I did this weekend. Sick. And also I started to read the article you sent me about Finch the liar oh my god which i just loved that you sent that i love a good expose I,
0: i i could not consume that story quickly enough we'll post a link to it on twitter for as long as twitter is gasping its last dying breaths Truly, yeah. we'll post it on her instagram story too so if you don't really follow us on twitter you can see it there also but it's the story of
1: maybe tiktok as well
0: yeah of this woman who became like a star writer for the tv show Grey's anatomy right she works inside shondaland the production company owned and executive produced by shonda rhimes naturally th- arguably the most powerful producer in hollywood right now Mm -hmm. and it's the story of really the pitfalls of what happens when you tell a lie and it grows to a point where it just gets away from you
1: and was she initially hired to be on gray's anatomy because of her alleged experiences
0: because of her status as a writer those sort of like intricacies wound up being plot points on the show because she specifically wanted it's really narcissistic and fucked up the whole thing her she own wanted
1: life experience to be dramatized Yeah, like
0: she wanted the characters on the show to be playing out tv portrayal versions of her delusions. things that quote unquote she was also going through right. but she was going to such lengths as like shaving her head regularly and wearing a fake chemotherapy port on her body to make it appear as if she was going through cancer and cancer treatments
1: oh my god that's messy and then
0: the story <laughs> absolutely falls apart so if you're curious about that it is like about a 25-ish minute read. I read it out loud in it's like in, in like a dramatized setting and it made it so much more fun.
1: Oh my god. Insane.
0: Well, today.
1: Today.
0: We've got a pretty big episode.
1: Yes, we're pumped. We're back in the game.
0: Do you know what the word syzygy means? I
1: I do now. Yeah. And folks if you don't at home,
0: you're about to. You're
1: about to find out.
0: Start 2 1
1: you're listening to Radar Peak, a three body podcast reviewing our way through the three body problem and discussing its real life parallels. I'm Allie.
0: I'm Brett, and on today's episode, Wang Meow is back in the three body game, and with the help of some pretty recognizable scientists, he's building this world's first computer. Watch out, Tim Cook. Wang is coming for you. Stay tuned. Energy Unit Reporting.
1: All systems go. Coding unit reporting. All systems go. Amplifier
0: unit reporting. All systems go. Interference monitor unit reporting. Within acceptable range. Begin transmission.
1: You're gonna set us up really nice today, I have a feeling. Yeah. And then I'm gonna take us home. Yep.
0: Yeah. Today I'm we're going so through excited. chapter seventeen, which is called Three Body Newton, Von Neumann, OE, oh, The First Emperor, uh-huh. and Tri-Solar Syzygy. Syzygy. Do you know what the word syzygy means? It's one of those where like, I it was sort of like in my, I would say like mid brain, not front of brain, where like I knew it, I understood it in context, but like before I prepared for this episode, I could not have given you a definition. And now it's one of those like entropy that I think is going to be burned in there forever.
1: Yes. Well, can I first spell it for the viewer? Yes. It's S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y.
0: Do you know what it reminds me of? Syzygy. That we go to, I mean, obviously, we're in Los Angeles, so we're so close to Vegas. Yeah. Mean, it's only like a four hour, three and a half, four hour drive. Mm-hmm. There's a town on the way to Vegas that literally is called Zizix. No way. Spelled Z Z Y. XX. ZX. Oh, that's sick. Zizix. Who lives in Zizix? It might actually be four Zs. It might be like ZZYZZX or something like that. But that's how it's said. And every time I now see this word, syzygy I just like mentally, it feels like I'm driving to Vegas. Whoever
1: named that town knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. They were like, let's fuck with people. Uh huh. Well, yes. I I do think syzygy, in a weird way, does look like what it means.
0: Yeah. And it actually has two meanings.
1: Okay. Are you going to define it for us up front? I'm
0: going to – like, I've got my – I'm going to push my – there we go. Push my glasses up. Yes. Um, I'm going to give you my, my best Merriam-Webster. Can you use it in a sentence? I'll give you the definition.
1: Let's hear it.
0: The first of the two meanings is a conjunction or an opposition. So think like when the moon is opposing the sun.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's a syzygy.
0: That's a syzygy. The other meaning is a pair of things that are connected and correspond to each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's not strictly astronomical.
1: Okay. Almost like uh, quantum entanglement.
0: Mm-hmm. Is
1: a like two quantumly entangled particles are in syzygy. Syzygistic.
0: Oh, that's a mouthful.
1: <sighs> yeah, for some reason, it looks, I guess it, it kind of looks to me like a zigzag or sounds like zigzag. Uh-huh. And that kind of means like points in correspondence. Like
0: a diagonal back and forth. Yeah. That,
1: yeah. I don't know. I was like, it looks like sort of what it means. Anyway.
0: So this week, I mean, <sighs> I still am sort of like broken up over, you know, like I wouldn't say that I liked her, but I wasn't ready for her to go. RIP, Shen Yu pour mm-hmm. one out for her. Not the Red Bull. Don't pour out the Red Bull. This week, obviously, like coming off of this whole traumatic night, walking back into this mansion that's just blood soaked. It's our
1: second death.
0: I mean, Wang is to the point where, like, he doesn't no, sleep.
1: It's like our 10th death. <laughs> I mean, sorry? Yeah,
0: if you're keeping track. Yeah. Like, Wang doesn't sleep anymore. He's mm. just go, 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 go all totally. the time. Like I mean, you think about it. Like, have you ever been on the verge of, like, either something new that you've found or, like, you've become obsessed with something mm. and, like, that's kind of, like, the only thing that's in your mind? That's like the three-body
1: problem. <laughs> I'm very that.
0: That's kind of, like, how Wang is operating. So... He comes back home, he puts on his V-suit, and he logs back into the game. And remember, this time, he's actually advanced to level two. Love that. So he's got new stuff waiting for him. He notices this time it's not really all that different from the first level.
1: Wait, were you ever hooked on any video game?
0: Yes, actually. So my very first video game, I remember, I I mean, I was such a little, like, I'm kind of sad that I stopped playing video games because I was, like, such a gamer. That's, like, all I would do, basically. I would, like, forego homework.
1: Till what age?
0: Till, like, maybe, I don't know, senior year of high school or Okay, so. you dropped
1: off, like, Pretty pre-adulthood. Though. Well,
0: I guess because whenever I went to college, I went to college for, for journalism. So, I mean, I just had such a busy workload.
1: You were busy broadcasting. And then I
0: went straight into the workforce that I just, I didn't really have time anymore.
1: yeah. I only had, like, two post-high school. No, maybe even one post-high school, like, I'm into a video game experience. What where was it? Was it? Like I, I looked forward to playing it. What was it? Would eat dinner, would want to play it. It was Fortnite. <laughs> I was Fun. a Fortnite head.
0: Mine, I think, was one of two. It was either... The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask mm. on the GameCube. Oh my god! Remember the GameCube? Yes. Or the original PlayStation with Spyro the Dragon.
1: Oh, I never played Spyro. It was Dragon. so fun. But I did have PlayStation. Plus he was
0: cute and like mischievous looking. Oh, I did play Zelda. Mischievous and Donkey
1: Kong on Nintendo. Ah, the old days of games.
0: Gone are those days.
1: Gone are those days. Well.
0: I'll live vicariously through Wang. He logs back in and he notices it's really not that different from when he was playing the game in level one. He's looking at the same cold morning, the same barren landscape, Mm -hmm. same big massive pyramid that's like dead center that dominates the landscape. But this time he notices that the pyramid has been reset back to an Egyptian style.
1: Okay. So he's like, okay,
0: what is this going to be about? Off in the distance, Wang hears the grinding and clashing of metal on metal. He's like looking around, he's like trying to find what's making this noise and over by the base of the pyramid he spots these two shadowed figures with these metallic flickers happening between them and he realizes oh my god these two characters are sword fighting oh what's god. this about? Okay. And he's just logged in and it's night time and so it takes a minute for Wang's eyes to adjust to the darkness and as he's like sitting there kind of squinting letting his pupils dilate he sees the figures more clearly and based on what he knows about the game and how it operates and also by how the pyramid looks because it's an Egyptian pyramid mm-hmm. this time he's like okay well i should be somewhere equivalent to three bodies version of the east just because of the architecture
1: okay like egypt
0: like egypt yeah but anachronistically because i mean you know like this game is just chock the fuck full of them
1: is elon musk
0: (laughs) well not far from trump the two sword fighters appear european so this is two white dudes fighting outside an egyptian pyramid at dusk and he's like what is this about and then he looks closer and they're dressed in clothing from somewhere between the 16th and 17th centuries okay the shorter of the two fighters dodges a swing and the taller fighter's sword just like whooshes over his head and Wang sees the shorter one lose his wig and it falls to the ground
1: oh my god so that gives Beethoven you, kind of like,
0: you know it gives you kind of like a mental picture of like who when and where, where? we yeah. are with this moment okay
1: love that right and, and we are further along I mean, last time it was Copernicus, everyone was kind of like mm, vaguely Greek, medieval Roman. Now we're like...
0: 16th, 17th-ish century. And also it made me think about like, can you imagine, A, being in a part of history where like the who knows what these people are fighting over but like a when like you had a disagreement with somebody you would just go out and duel oh yeah and b can you imagine simpler times to <laughs> go having to like perform that duel getting literally dressed up with like your powder white wig right. and like I, i'm just like especially since the pandemic i'm hard-pressed to be dressed as anything but comfy always anyway
1: what a full day it can was you imagine
0: then? getting into like a waistcoat to go die
1: oh my god i kind of miss that
0: these two whatever it is that they're fighting about. They continue the sword fight, just clang, clang, clang. From around the pyramid's corner, somebody comes running toward them to get them to stop. Swords are swinging so constantly that this person can't actually get close to them for fear of, like, losing a limb or right having fight. their head chopped up. Holy but they're boy. just screaming. Break it up! They're like, knock it off! How irresponsible can you be? If civilization is doomed, what purpose could winning this stupid little battle serve you? Like, what do you really stand to gain? Right. And the two fighters obviously ignore the peacemaker like mm-hmm. hashtag men am I right?
1: Have you ever seen a fight break out at a Yankee Red Sox game? Because let me tell you it is pretty
0: homoerotic. It's that with swords <laughs> yeah. make it more homoerotic let's swing swords at each other. I love it. Please. So these two obviously they ignore the peacemaker and they keep swinging their swords at each other and their blades are just like, like slicing at the air as they try to like literally kill each other uh-huh. and then a scream rings out. The taller of the two fighters drops his sword, and he runs away, sustaining an injury from the shorter fighter, just like a massive cut on his arm. Shoddy chases after him, and he goes for a few paces, and he spits into the wind behind the loser, and he's like, shameless coward. <laughs> Those little short kings, they'll put up a fight, man. Oh, don't they? He bends over, and he grabs his wig out of the dirt, and when he stands back up, he realizes he's got an audience, yeah. and he spots Wang.
1: AKA Copernicus
0: shoddy points toward the direction of the loser and goes can you believe this guy he claimed he invented calculus he puts his wig back on his head glues down his lays puts his hand over his heart and he bows towards wang pleasure to meet you i'm isaac newton
1: oh boo 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 Sir Isaac Newton's in the house.
0: Uh-huh. Wang's like, oh, okay, 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 okay. So I know where I am now. If you're Newton, that guy who ran away, he must be, is he Leibniz? Is he? Well, so a little backstory. Do you know who Leibniz is?
1: Inventor of calculus.
0: So first, let me start this way. Do you know about the hypothesis of multiple discovery? No. I bet you do. Okay. You've heard... Not by name. Maybe, yeah, not by name. You've heard the saying, great minds think alike. I do. So that saying has its roots in a very real phenomenon that's popped up really more times than people can count throughout history. Okay. It also came up very briefly, just sort of like off the cuff. I said something about it last week, but it's also known as simultaneous invention. Mm. Multiple discovery is what happens when in the various fields of science, but like I guess you really could apply it like across the board, like anybody creating anything, Mm -hmm. when multiple people independently make the same scientific discoveries or inventions.
1: Like Darwin and the guy who got no credit.
0: Yeah, so... (laughs) And you might wonder, like, why would Newton give a fuck about Leibniz saying that he invented calculus enough to, like, actually pull out a sword and, like, try to kill the man over it? Well, Isaac Newton is credited with the invention of calculus, and I'm sorry, like, if that triggers math high school PDSD for you like you have sir isaac newton to thank for all those nightmares and cold sweats gottfried wilhelm von leibniz was a german polymath who lived from 1646 to 1716 so like off the bat wang i'm kind of just actually impressed that wang can just like look at these guys and be like they're from the 16th to the 17th centuries because right. like i couldn't i don't think too no? bad. maybe from the wikipedia leibniz is one of the most prominent figures in the history of philosophy and mathematics Okay. So like sounds true. Big spheres he occupied.
1: Back then you could be you, could you do, know you could literally do it. You all. could be a multidisciplinary uh-huh. and everyone was like, good with me. Nowadays you gotta choose your lane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but do no, I feel like thing. we're moving back toward polymath.
0: Leibniz's published works cover a huge range of topics. Everything from like philosophy to theology, mm-hmm. ethics. Okay. Politics. All right. Law. Okay history? Yes. And his work contributions include major influences in we're like halfway done. Physics? Uh-huh. Technology? Okay. Probability theory? All right. Biology? Yes. Medicine? No. Geology? <gasps> psychology? Minds. Linguistics? La, la, la. And computer science. Beep boop. Beep. Like.
1: Okay, I mean honestly, yeah, there weren't a lot of people thinking back then. <laughs> I mean, so. I know
0: I said it last week, but like I know nearly every millennial suffers from imposter syndrome. Can't relate. Leibniz, but if anybody and... like, thank God one of us doesn't. You know, but like if anybody actually like printed off their CV and compared it to Leibniz's, they'd probably like run away crying. Because yeah. like I don't actually know anybody who's accomplished so, that much. Right,
1: we consolidate a lot of. I feel like yeah, accomplishments. We to, let like, Google do a, a lot of pieces. it for us.
0: <laughs> exactly. But circling back to the idea of simultaneous invention that I told you about, this happened to him.
1: Okay, with Newton?
0: With Newton, independent of Newton's calculus. Leibniz, his greatest mathematical achievement was the development of the main ideas that make up differential and integral calculus.
1: All words to me, but yes.
0: Just like very specific forms of calculus that Newton also is credited with.
1: Right. I remember learning calculus several times over, but yes.
0: And then I was curious. I was like, how many other times has this happened because like if it's if it's so like well known to be called a phenomenon, Uh like what are some other things that that fall under this category yes. So some other examples Please. In the 1770s, Carl Wilhelm Scheele And Joseph Priestley Both independently discover oxygen
1: Okay
0: Like crazy
1: Talk about collective conscious
0: mm-hmm. In the 1800s, Charles Darwin and Alfred Russell Wallace Both discover natural selection Yes But of course, when you say natural selection today Anybody would say Charles Darwin Right,
1: he gets all the notoriety
0: Sorry, Alfred Russell Wallace He had a good Wallace. publicist In 1839, Louis Daguerre and Henry Fox Talbot both invented the very first photographic methods. But when you think of the first photograph, you immediately think the Daguerreotype.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Not the Fox type.
1: Right. Duh. In
0: 1869, I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing this, but you can't oppress the French. Louis Ducot de Huron and Charles Cross present the earliest workable methods of color photography on the same day.
1: No way.
0: In the 1950s, Jonas Salk and Albert Bruce Sabin both invented the polio vaccine.
1: I was... It's so weird. I literally thought the next one was going to be a vaccine.
0: We're having, we're having. We're having it right now. It's been happening to me
1: all week, actually.
0: In 2015, Takaki Kajita and Arthur B. McDonald are both jointly awarded the Nobel Prize for finding that neutrinos have mass. It's just a little bit, but they both independently found it. So at least in this case, they were both awarded the Nobel Prize for
1: it. Okay. I mean, this obviously is reminding me of what we talked about with Bruce Rout on our Patreon-exclusive episode. Give us a reminder. (laughs) Just about how one of my favorite topics we discussed was about how, you know, if you send an encyclopedia Britannica through a black hole.
0: Like over the event horizon. Over the
1: event horizon. The event horizon literally will make a copy Mm -hmm. of every single detail of that book like every page yeah. every infor- piece of information every everything about that book will be copied into some type of code yeah. that exists Without the mass and the object existing. And then, so just this idea that all information is encoded into the universe. So like the information that like we are quote unquote discovering, you know, we're not actually discovering. We're just, it's gradually being revealed to us in the, you know, ether, in the space of the mind. Mm -hmm. You know, so it makes a lot of sense that two people would think of the same thing on the same day because that's when it became available within our universe and accessible
0: yeah it's fascinating to think about but also you think about it you make an invention especially in the 16th and 17th centuries like obviously pre-google pre-broadband pre-everything that we know as creature comforts today you make an invention or a discovery and like that's your your one-way ticket to stardom basically right bigger than any totally. modern day rapper any modern day grammy award oscar award Same if winner you, like,
1: wrote a sonnet <laughs>
0: Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, know? it's like it's the original, like going viral.
1: Totally. I mean, there was less to consume. There was less to do. You were either fighting, sword fighting, sewing, cobbling, or discovering calculus. That or was spreading pretty...
0: imperialism. But I mean, you think <laughs> yeah. about it. And small when, box. So because we're humans, yes. if you've invented something that has made you go 16th, 17th century viral, yeah, you're going to have an ego about it. Okay. And then if you hear tell that somebody, a couple countries over, on the other side of the world even, has come up with the exact same thing that you have, at worst case, on the exact same day. Now you kind of understand why these two are fighting.
1: Got it.
0: So Newton is like, I literally made calculus up.
1: You dumb c- <laughs> Sorry.
0: And Leibniz is like, I literally made calculus up.
1: You dumb c
0: So to Wang, Isaac Newton is like, it's great to meet you. I'm at your service. Newton says to Wang, he's like, I know we were fighting for real, but like between you and me, I don't actually even really care about having invented calculus.
1: Okay.
0: Discovering and naming the three laws of mechanics has already made me the greatest scientist. Well... God being the only exception. Oh
1: my god. So Newton.
0: now with my three laws of mechanics, it's just a matter of time before we figure out the pattern behind the three suns and how they move.
1: I love an arrogance. I'm
0: going to be the one to save this universe. <laughs> Newton is so deranged. Heard
1: that before.
0: And the peacemaker interrupts and he's like, "Newton, you're wrong. It's not that simple. The math required to figure out this problem is too great. There's no possible analytical solution to the three-body problem. The only possible solution has to be a numerical one but the problem with that is that even if every mathematician in existence worked non-stop they still wouldn't have enough time to solve the problem before the world ended Mm. because you remember when wei chang was at the temple he was literally filling up at the buddhist temple tomes of paper doing this math by hand right without a computer or a calculator so it's like with every mathematician in existence there still wouldn't be enough time to figure out this problem
1: Mm -hmm. because they don't have computers in the three-body problem no
0: The Peacemaker bows towards Wang and, much like Newton, introduces himself. Okay. Von Neumann. So for some backstory on Von Neumann. I'm kind of, I'm really liking this, like, Science Wednesday thing that we started last week, where it's like, you get a lot of history along the way. True. I like nerding out on this stuff. Me too. So for some backstory on Von Neumann, if you didn't know. A, he didn't live nearly at the same time as Newton. John Von Neumann lived from 1903... To 1957.
1: The 20th century, babe.
0: Yeah, like years and years and years after Newton.
1: Jen cute
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like pretty much every scientist that's been featured so far in the three-body game von Neumann was a mega polymath right he contributed invaluable research to the areas of mathematics Let me physics biology computer science physics engineering yeah. and was considered to be and I'm quoting from his Wikipedia the last representative of the great mathematicians who were equally at home in both pure and and applied mathematics by integrating the two together.
1: Damn, who's his publicist?
0: Syzygy. (laughs) His analysis of the structure of self-replication preceded the discovery of the structure of DNA. He made major contributions to many different fields, but might best be known for his work during World War II on the Manhattan Project. And for problem-solving key steps in nuclear physics that led to the ultimate development of the hydrogen bomb.
1: Wow. I mean, if that's not gonna get you the job then what well, will
0: accomplish. <laughs> So back in the game, Newton's like, Von Neumann, didn't you bring us here to the East so we could solve the three-body problem? What do you mean there aren't enough mathematicians or time in the world left for us to figure this out? Like, isn't that the whole reason that we're here?
1: Right. Start crunching those numbers.
0: And Wang is like, wait, why did you have to come all the way to the East to build a computer? Von Neumann and Newton are like on their face. You can tell they're like very confused and they're like, a computing machine? Von computer (laughs) is that a thing and wang's like wait you don't know about computers how the fuck were you planning on doing all this math to figure out the three body problem
1: yeah by hand yeah
0: like are you insane right
1: you have enough paper for that
0: von neumann and newton Just sort of glaze over with blank stares. And they're like, we were gonna use people, obviously. Right. Duh.
1: Subcontractors. Like
0: what else could perform the calculations if it weren't for people who know how to do the math?
1: They're the Jeff Coons of mathematicians. Very
0: much. (laughs) (laughs) Take the glory, but have other people do the work for them. Exactly. And Wang is like, but you already said that all the mathematicians in the world couldn't possibly work quickly enough to solve the problem. Right. And von Neumann's like, oh, well, I mean, we'd planned on just getting like, you know, every blue collar worker we could find. We need 30 million of them, though. But if we get them, we can do the math using human wave tactics.
1: Sick. So you're telling me that they're like, every mathematician in the world couldn't solve this. But if we get all the plebs together, we actually could. Basically basically got it
0: and when wang hears that they're about to use 30 million people to just by hand do all the math and figure all this out he's dumbstruck he's like these guys can't be serious. And then he's also thinking to himself like, okay, if I'm placing this timeline correctly, isn't like 90% of the population illiterate anyway? How do you expect them to perform complex math like a human wave function? Like, you're not, you're clearly not thinking. Like, this is insane to me. Mm -hmm. Von Neumann asks Wang if he's heard the joke about the army of Sichuan and then he switches into a Chinese accent. Got it. So that'll be important in a second. Okay. But more or less, the joke about the army of Sichuan is that it's about this army who's illiterate. So when the drill instructor gives them all these directions, they can't follow simple commands like how to march, like going left, right, left, right. And so the drill sergeant has this idea like, okay, they clearly don't even know what left and what right is. I have to give them directions in a way that they'll understand. So what he does is he gives each soldier a straw shoe to go on the left foot and a cloth shoe to go on the right foot. So instead of giving instructions that they don't have context for, The marching orders sound like straw, cloth, straw, cloth, instead of left, right, left, right. And so von Neumann's like, we need people like that. They don't have to understand the math as we do. They just have to be able to perform the task if we're able to put it into context for them. Right. And then when Wang hears this joke and hears von Neumann speaking in a Chinese accent, he realizes a few things.
1: Yeah, he's racist.
0: No. This person isn't a program generated by the game. Oh. He's talking to another real person. Got it? Who's who knows likely Chinese? Right. Yeah, because he's telling this like very How do you know specific this ob- joke,
1: obscure Sichuan joke.
0: Yeah, and he's like, "Okay, wait, this is not a program." Sick. So he's like, "Okay, we've got other thinkers who have logged into the chat." Wang knows that the amount of people they need to pull this off is like, I mean, thirty million people. That's like nearly impossible. He's like, "I can't even really imagine a group of people that I mean, like." The biggest group of people I think I've ever seen was like at a college football game and the stadium was packed and it was like 80,000. Right. 30 million people? It's really hard to. That's like 3% of the entire United States population. And so Newton at this point points to the pyramid and he's like, well, to answer your question about where the people are going to come from, pointing to the pyramid, he's like, that is why we had to come to the East. We have come to see Chen Huang, the first emperor. Wang's like, what? He's still in charge? Because for reference, by the time Newton was born, the Chen Dynasty had been over for like 1800 years, right. give or take. So okay. Wang's like, what? But by this point, Wang just knows like, accept the absurd, right. it's not about being historically accurate. Like this whole thing is a mishmash of history anyway. And von Neumann is like, yeah, he's still in charge. And actually, he's planning to march on Europe. Like as we speak, he's amassing all of these people. He's going to march on Europe and he will be the global ruler because his army has 30 million people in it sick newton drop the sword already says it says von neumann <laughs> the three of them walk into the pyramid and just before they exit the hallway to enter the main chamber a guard stops them and it was like you want to come in strip oh newton's like the
1: password uh
0: i didn't sign up for this party this isn't this isn't what i was thinking i was coming here for we're famous scholars nobody of our status would be traveling with a concealed weapon are you insane we're academics
1: meanwhile newton's literally did he leave his sword or he sold again (laughs)
0: sword dropped ants dropped he's like where's the party where do we go
1: Newton's full schlong out
0: but the guard doesn't budge and in those silent moments of stalemate between the guard and the three of them being like no 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 back and forth a voice echoes from the main chamber of the pyramid it's the emperor is that the foreigner who discovered the three laws of mechanics let him and his group in as Wang von Neumann and Newton enter the great hall of the pyramid they see their first glimpses of the first emperor He's pacing back and forth, dragging his sword along the ground behind him, making oh. this great scraping sound as he paces. I'm thinking, is he sharpening the thing? Look yeah, what's he we're planning for <laughs> The emperor turns to look at them, and Wang notices his eyes are the same eyes as King Zhao of Shang and of Pope Gregory. Of course. So we've got a character recycle.
1: Do you think that's a computer program?
0: Well, no, I definitely don't think it's Shen Yufei. Right, she's dead. But I think maybe a computer program. Like maybe not like a, in a you have to fight it and defeat it, but maybe like a boss level entity right? right. that holds like top Answers. programming level information, you know, that's like crucial to the game totally. kind of thing. And the emperor is like, I know what you want. I know why you're here, but you're European. Why don't you go find Caesar and see if he'll lend you his army?
1: I love that.
0: But they're like most honored emperor. Do you know what kind of army Caesar has? Have you? Uh... Have you seen the state that his empire is in? <laughs> like, you're clearly superior here. The Roman Empire has fallen into such hedonistic extravagance, they're quickly approaching total ruin.
1: Oh my god. It'd be a
0: waste of our time and our efforts.
1: They're just boozing and sex. It's like a
0: nonstop bacchanal over oh in Rome.
1: God. Over in Rome.
0: And the emperor is like, yeah, I know, right?
1: I love that, shitting on them.
0: The but the emperor is like, Caesar's starting to revitalize his armed forces, and as it stands, I don't have the ability to conquer Europe. My ships aren't good enough, and we wouldn't be able to maintain the supply lines long enough to ensure our victory. And von Neumann's like, hmm maybe so but that's why you have to keep developing great emperor if you can figure out this problem of the three sons and master their motion you'll be able to maximize each stable era and you'll be able to avoid the setbacks of the chaotic eras right so just once you figure out the three body problem your advances will be much faster than anything Caesar could hope to achieve across the whole of Europe Mm -hmm. and von Neumann's like as long as we can use our math to figure out this problem we honestly don't care who's ruling like sure we're European, but we're not beholden to Caesar.
1: Our, our leader is math.
0: If we can just use our theories like from our egos like sure you can be our emperor we don't fucking care
1: about anyone
0: so the emperor is like well I do have the men to build the army that you're requesting but if you want me to do it you have to show me how you're gonna go about it once I have them assembled prudent so von Neumann is like your majesty give me three soldiers the emperor waves his hand and three soldiers approach von Neumann von Neumann lines up the soldiers and taps two of them on the shoulder and he's like you two I don't know what your names are I don't fucking care (laughs) you You're going to be called Input 1 and Input 2. And to the other soldier, he's like, you're going to be called Output. Sick. Do you see where I'm going? I do. Von Neumann is like... They're making a TV.
1: (laughs) And lastly, you will be HDMI. uh Uh-huh. And you will be AUX. And
0: your name is (laughs) Wi-Fi. <laughs> and so von Neumann is like, okay, you three, form a triangle between yourselves. Output you're at the top. Inputs 1 and 2, you're both at the base.
1: We also like remember back in the day like when like hooking up a TV required like the red and the white and the yellow and the blue. So
0: many cables. So
1: many goddamn cables. It was so confusing. Like, yeah. you actually needed like a daddy to, to, mm-hmm. to set up the TV. Now it's like, you just plug in your Apple TV, it's plug one in the thing. monitor, yeah. boom, you're done.
0: And so von Neumann is like, okay, you three soldiers form a triangle. Output, you're gonna be at the top, and inputs one and two, you're both gonna be at the base. And arranged in their formation, von Neumann says to Newton, Newton, Take out the flags. So Newton takes sir, out yes, six handheld flags—three okay. white and three black. Okay. Von Neumann hands the flags to the soldiers so that each one has one black and one white. Von Neumann is like, "Okay, you three. White equals zero. Black equals one. Mm. Now, output. I want you to turn around and look at input one and input two. If they both raise black flags, you also raise a black flag. But if you see any other combination of flags, you raise a white flag. So you have one instance to raise a black flag and several others to raise white. And thus, the first computer binary program of the three-body problem is born.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. I have chills.
0: Inputs raise their flags three times. First, it's black, black. Second, it's white, black. And third, it's black, white. And each time, output correctly reacted only raising the white flag once and this has taken them five minutes of instructional time right von neumann is like your majesty these guys are so smart you really pick some good ones this will be so easy to teach to all the others but the emperor is like smart an idiot could do what you just had these guys perform do you want to tell me what they're actually doing yeah von neumann is like your great majesty these three soldiers they're forming a computer component they're computing.
1: Sick. This is literally computer for dummies, mm-hmm. and it's cool because it really actually is how computers yeah. starts any sort of code but emperor
0: wong is not impressed he's like do more so von neumann continues okay output if you see either one or two raise a black flag you raise a black flag as well so now you have three possibilities that equal a black flag from you and only one possibility that equals a white flag got it got it let's try so they start the second human computer program and von Neumann tells the emperor, your majesty, this operation is called an OR gate.
1: Mm, this is giving me eighth grade geometry when we learn logic.
0: Mm-hmm. If right? this, then, then. Yeah. So they keep demonstrating and adding these new minor rules each time so that ultimately they formed operations for all of these different things that they call gates. Right. They are the in and gate.
1: Which I imagine is like if white and black, then, then black,
0: right. or whatever. The or gate.
1: If black or white, then white. Right.
0: An n or gate.
1: Oh, I don't know. What that is like but... a
0: negative or gate.
1: Right, right. If neither.
0: Yeah. An x or gate. An x nor gate. And a tri state gate. So then with the last demonstration and only using two of the soldiers, one input and one output, they also form a not gates got it i got it just different different rules so that they know how to give either a black or a white right. flag basically right simple and von neumann is like emperor Wang. now with all of the components being demonstrated see they're really very simple after only an hour of practice any of your three soldiers can learn the rules to perform these computations appropriately and emperor wong is like uh that's it They don't need to learn more rules than this. That's all you're going to teach them? And von Neumann's like, nope. We can We can assemble the masses and then we can form 10 million gates and then just put all of the components together to form a mass system. Right. And then this system will be able to perform the calculations we need to solve the differential equations that are standing between us and solving the three-body problem. We'll call this system, and then Wang interrupts, a computer. Computer. Like, you fucking idiot. Like, yeah, how many times?
1: It? Newton's genius idea. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. How many times am I going to say this word? It's called a computer. Von Neumann and Newton are like, wow, that's a really great name. We'll call it a computer. Intuitive. Like these dummies. They're like, this will certainly be the most complex machine in the history of the world. And Wang is over here just literally like face palming. like, wait until they hear about supercomputers. Yeah. Like doing quantum entanglement and like that kind of bullshit. So Emperor Wong von Neumann, Newton, and Wang all stand out on the platform that's near the very peak of the pyramid. And if you remember to a couple times ago when we were playing Three-Body, this platform is really similar to the place where Wang first met Mozi. Mm -hmm. Filled with loads of astronomical observation equipment, this platform is overlooking a massive group of 30 million Qin soldiers down on the ground below them. Von Neumann says, Emperor Wang, your majesty, your greatness, your excellency, your army is unmatched in no time at all we've completed our training we're done wow emperor Wang is like i see now what you're doing this whole system is complicated but each individual unit is simple compared to their usual army training this is child's play for them
1: right It's like just a chain reaction. You only need to know what's happening next to you.
0: And it's so simplistic that like after a while, it just sort of becomes like second nature. Right. So it's more muscle memory than actual like brain computation. It's
1: crazy that like that is really what computers are. It's like you start out with just a simple principle that you program of just like – if zero and one, then zero. Or you know what I mean? Yeah, then, like... Yes. If zero and zero, then false. Yeah, and so
0: after a while, you just start recognizing the patterns right. and it becomes easier if and easier false, and easier.
1: And you know what I mean? Right. right.
0: And Emperor Wong is like, these are the smartest guys on the fucking planet. This is child's play for them. And Newton's like, yeah, well, we also had the benefit of two consecutive stable arrows, LOL. Like, we got lucky, basically. Right. Emperor Wong is like, eh. That doesn't matter for my men. My soldiers are prepared to train even in the midst of the darkest of chaotic eras. Gentlemen my army is at your service. Von Neumann says, "Well then, your majesty, please do us the honor of giving the great order." And with that, Emperor Qin Shi Huang nods, and with the help of a soldier, he removes his great sword from the hilt. And just for reference, earlier when he was sort of like walking back and forth and dragging, dragging his sword. sword behind him, his sword is so long that he needs the help of somebody to pull it out of its hilt because he oh, can't do it himself. No He's way. not just like dragging his sword, it's that big of a sword. Why? Oh, kill he's the emperor yeah why not
1: (laughs) i love that so
0: emperor wong raises his sword high so that the whole company on the ground can see it and at the top of his lungs screams computer formation First computer is born
1: so the emperor has just given the signal and shouted at the top of his lungs computer formation and the order is relayed by soldiers who are standing on the sloping sides of the pyramid uh-huh computer formation computer formation. Computer telephone formation. all the way down yeah. and suddenly the colors of the troops below begin to shift and move And to remind you, at the bottom of this pyramid is a phalanx, which is just a fancy word for a body of troops standing or moving in close formation. Yeah think the beijing opening ceremony olympics in 2008 yeah, right like yeah. i was like this is giving major that Very that, and we're definitely gonna post a video of that opening ceremony because it is burned in my mind mm-hmm. like china shows what up with show. their fucking yeah. organized troops like no wonder
0: the drama of it all
1: no wonder van neumann and newton were like we want your soldiers because yeah. they run a tight ship yeah so the colors of these troops below Begin to shift and change, and these like complex circuit patterns fill the formation. And soon, the army makes a 36 square kilometer computer motherboard. Sick. Out of themselves. Oh my God. So fucking sick. It's a human fucking computer made of millions of people doing these simple flag. Raising.
0: I'm seeing like an army size of like one of those like signs at like a train station or like at the airport yeah, that yeah, like yeah. all flips with totally. like the arrivals and departures or something, but people with flags.
1: Yes. And it's like a butterfly effect. Yeah. Almost. You know, you see the ripple of the change um, or like a wave in a stadium. Yeah. So some groups of soldiers are dedicated as like the adders. Um, I guess they're doing like some type of adding, and uh-uh. it's not really explained like exactly how each component works. But there's adders, there's um, registers. There are three million soldiers that make up the external hard drive alone. Okay. This was actually Wang's idea or Copernicus. Uh-huh. He says, you know, we need to have an external hard drive. These soldiers have a little more education than the others. Each of them holds a notepad and they're responsible for recording the results of all calculations.
0: Smart. They're the memory.
1: They're also the bottleneck for the speed of computation. Ah, right. And then, you know, they're sort of showing the tour of the computer of the human computer sequence the part closest to us these guys are our display soldiers okay they will show us in real time the most important parameters of the computation okay so cool right then a scroll is brought over and it's the chin 1.2 computer software mm. you know we they just showed you the hardware now here is the software that we are going to feed into our Human computer. Cool. And it's laid out and it's huge. And it's all these differential equations. What are these differential equations? Any guess?
0: Have we said them already? Uh, Or no, we've just said the rules. What are the differential equations?
1: They are... Wei Chang's formula. Because remember, you might remember at the oh, end right, of the last Wang chapter. Oh, that now. So wow. Wang comes along, and he's written it out on the scroll, essentially, right? Like, this is the formula that we're going to plug into our human computer. This is
0: so meta.
1: Right? Because Wei Chang, he remember, he just gave it to him, and he was like, do me a favor, like,
0: publish it under your name. Something from the real world coming in and actually helping digitize existences. Game. This is crazy.
1: So for my first act of computation says newton we will calculate the sun's positions for the next two years it's like a magic show vibe right like Mm -hmm. for my next act and the first computation will calculate the sun's position over the next two years every 120 hours okay so different position of the sun every 120 hours over the next two years the emperor nods and says great Let's begin. So von Neumann raises his hands up and solemnly chants. As ordered by the great emperor, turn on computer system. Self-test. Whoa. Gotta do a self-test. We love a self-test. And a row of soldiers about halfway down the side of the pyramid repeats the order again, this time using flag signals. Uh One moment later, the motherboard made of these 30 million men seemed to turn into a lake filled with, like, sparkling lights. Whoa. Tens of millions of tiny flags are raised, and the display formation closest to the base of the pyramid becomes this progress bar of green flags slowly advancing and showing the progress of the self-test. Whoa, okay. Right? It's literally a computer like, made up of flags. Live buffering. Yeah. Wow. Ten minutes later, self-test complete. Sick. Begin boot sequence. Load operating system. So now we begin
0: the computation. Oh boy.
1: Soon a wave of black flags raises up, then white flags, and the human formation computer begins to move. Quickly. The main bus turns into a turbulent river of black and white flags that feeds into these like thin, like tributaries that are infiltrating these sub formations. And soon the ripple of black and white flags coalesce into surging waves that fill the whole motherboard. And like computers moving at full speed. I mean, it's like
0: epic it's like a brain operating
1: right exactly and to that point exactly the central processing area where uh-huh. like the most calculation is happening is said to look like gunpowder on fire Whoa. just flashing black and white and you can really see like you know this is how our brain looks this is how computers kind of look yeah, like, like when like you're computing straight up neural someone.
0: lightning activity yeah that's crazy and then
1: suddenly oh no as though it had run out of gunpowder. The movements of the central processing unit slows down and eventually stops. Starting in the center, and then it spreads in every direction. Wow. Almost like a sea being frozen over. A few scattered components loop kind of impotently, like do like just Not
0: getting the memo? In
1: error. Yeah, exactly. Is that a
0: virus or what?
1: Good question. The display formation flashes red and a signal officer shouts, system lock up. A few moments later, they figure out the reason for this lockup, and it's found to be an error at one of the gates in the status register, which is just one of the components.
0: Did you try turning it off and back (laughs) on again?
1: Well, they're about to. Von Neumann shouts, restart system. Okay and it
0: always works
1: i actually think of von neumann kind of as i wrote this down as like he's he reminds me of that russian lady in austin powers remember she's like open the gates she's Um, always screaming i feel like van neumann's like restart system (laughs) newton stops him wait newton says he looks at the emperor to improve our system he says We should take certain measures with faulty components. Mm. And the emperor kind of understands what Newton's getting at. Yeah. The emperor tells a soldier to replace the malfunctioning component. Behead all the soldiers who make up that gate in the future. Holy shit! Any malfunctions will be dealt with in the same way.
0: Oh my god!
1: So, uh, there's no room for error here. Yeah, the soldiers ride on horseback into the motherboard and repair the faulty component.
0: Oh my god, just decapitate (laughs)
1: them and. Replace them with, you know, better functioning components.
0: Virus scan complete. Yeah. Talk about antivirus. They got McAfee. Yeah, they got
1: (laughs) McAfee. von neumann winces and at newton because he's like disgusted by newton you know he's yeah. clearly like he's got a penchant for a little bit of violence yeah and i just love that character tension and judgmental like vibe between these scientists that you set up so well no one has any genuine respect for each other like they're all they may be collaborating but they hate each other
0: yeah well and also von neumann is like the peacemaker so like right. he doesn't want to see that right
1: totally 20 minutes later they begin again to run the solar orbit computation. We're up and running. The emperor is marveled by the sight, how simple each soldier's movement is, yet how complex the entire operating system is. And time passes rather quickly. And the human computer operates for one year and four months. Wow. You know, fast forward. During that time, Processing has to be paused twice for chaotic eras, presenting extremely bad weather. Okay. But then the computer stored that data at each shutdown and was able to successfully resume after each pause. Smart. So, like, we're in good shape. By the time the European scholars and uh, the emperor ascend the pyramid again, the first phase of computation is complete. And the results precisely describe the orbits of the three suns for the next two years years.
0: Come on, Wei Hey
1: Von Neumann and Newton present the scroll of results to the emperor. Newton's like, the long night is about to be over, and we will soon welcome the first sunrise of a long stable era of more than one year the climate will be mild and comfortable please my emperor revive your empire and order everyone to be rehydrated he's like rehydrated my civilization was never dehydrated in the first place
0: what
1: everyone in my empire devoted all of their resources to running the operation of this computer so basically no one was dehydrated What? yeah tons of people died (laughs) to to like keep this computer going to keep the motherboard running he points toward the horizon where they can see these like white lines of people radiating from the edges of the motherboard okay and those are the supply routes from every corner of the empire yeah von neumann is like it'll all have been worth it my lord i promise chin 1.0 our computer software system will develop by leaps and bounds and will grow many times more powerful than before. Okay. Newton is like the sun is about to rise. Prepare to receive your glory. Oh boy. And just then, as if responding to Newton's words, the red sun peeks over the horizon. A golden light rains down upon the computer and there are joyous cries from the crowd. Chills. Like, I actually have chills. I yeah, can't,
0: I, I still almost can't even believe it.
1: Right? I can't handle also, like, just like when crowds of people cooperate, it makes me cry. Like, in every movie where, like, there's a whole bunch of people being like charge
0: maybe because it's so unrealistic yeah the
1: cooperation of the masses yeah yeah
0: can you imagine oh my god
1: no it gives me chills and then and this is always such a bad sign oh no (laughs) a man hurries towards them You know, sometimes it's like a man on a horse, blah, blah, blah. A man comes hurrying toward them. He's running so fast he can barely catch his breath. And it's the astronomy minister. Oh, Who's, you know, responsible for basically observing the sun. Yeah. Because I didn't mention this before because it wasn't really important. But, you know, they were able to run this computation by first having the minister of astronomy and other people with telescopes, like, observe the initial conditions. Right.
0: Right. uh, Like what Poincare said. Like, it, it all depends. Depends on where they start. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So they they were able to observe the initial positions of the suns by using their little observatory. Got it. And the minister of this observatory comes hurrying towards them oh
0: no yeah
1: and he goes sire sire there was an error in the calculations (laughs) disaster is about to befall us oh fuck and newton's like what the fuck are you even saying he kicks the man don't you see the sun is doing exactly what our calculations predicted it's rising exactly as expected the minister straightens up and he and his hand points at the sun and he says how many suns do you see oh no everyone looks at the rising sun von neumann's like there's one. Do you need a degree from a University of Cambridge to count to one? <laughs> Except you don't. I'm Except just waiting
0: for the shoe to drop. Like I I know. I'm so clenched right now.
1: The minister cries, No. There are three. Tears are flowing from his eyes. The other two sons are behind that
0: one. Oh fuck.
1: <laughs> the Imperial Observatory has just confirmed. we are experiencing an extremely rare phenomenon the tri-solar syzygy
0: oh no the three suns
1: are in a straight line moving around our planet at the same angular speed and that's why we can only see one of them (laughs) (laughs) yikes The three suns are in a straight line with our world at the end of it. Newton grabs the collar of the minister and is like, You sure about this observation? you sure it's not an error? And the minister is like, We're using the largest telescope in the world, Newton. I'm sure. Oh, no. Newton does something hilarious. He goes, Huh. What luck. (laughs) Oh, Emperor, this is actually the most fortuitous sign of all. I mean, now that the three suns are orbiting around our planet, your empire is at the center of the universe. Okay. It's a reward for our efforts. Let me just check the calculations one more time to prove this. And then he slips away. And some report that Sir Isaac stole a horse and left for
0: parts unknown at that point. (laughs) Like, just,
1: what a legend obviously such a coward there's anxiety and there's silence
0: i'll say you mean in this room or in the game both yeah no one
1: knows what to say suddenly wang says to the emperor your majesty please unsheath your sword like what are you asking to be executed Take me to dinner first yeah. <laughs> the emperor is like why what do you want so a soldier you know helps the emperor pull his sword from its scabbard and wing says try to swing it and you know as you said his sword is super long and drags massive
0: i'm imagining like something from like an anime or like a manga or something like this, just so like a spear ridiculously big
1: but when the emperor swings it it's incredibly light and he swings it with much ease okay why is it so light he asks yeah Wang says, The game's V-suit cannot simulate the feeling of diminished gravity. Otherwise, we'd all feel much lighter as well. Oh. Look down there. And they look down at the bottom of the pyramid.
0: Oh, no. And they
1: see horses and men and cavalry all beginning to float. No. Men run, and they end up leaping like dozens of meters in the air, falling slowly back to the ground. One soldier jumps up and easily reaches like three meters high. Oh, no. And the emperor's like, what the hell is going on? The imperial astronomer is like, Sire, the three suns are over our planet in a straight line, so their gravitational forces are added together. No. No. And, and he's saying this as his two feet are leaving the ground and like render him horizontal. It's like comic. It kind of reminds me, did you ever see Mary Poppins? Yeah. You know, when they're like uh, doing I Love to Laugh. Yes. And they're like swimming through the air Very and they that. can't come down. Yes. So it's like that. And below them, the ground cracks open like a spider web. And the cracks grow fast. Thunder crashes in the sky. And, and suddenly all this dust is kicked up and you can't even see the sun. The pyramid breaks into blocks that begin to drift away from each other and the great hall below falls apart and even they see the large cauldron that fushi was stewed in begins to float and drift
0: oh no the
1: suns rise to the middle of the sky and now everything is floating giant stones and telescopes And the cauldron floats and the suns are in the middle of the sky and everyone's floating in the air. These giant telescopes and buildings and shrapnel and flags and people, you name it, everything is levitating. And it's nightmarish. The 30 million men who form the motherboard of Chin 1.0 float away from the earth like ants being sucked into a vacuum cleaner, leaving behind just like traces of the circuit. Wang looks up. Clouds of dust and stones and things and people and animals block the sky. The ocean itself begins to rise up like a mountain of glass into space everything on the surface of the planet rises into the sun. Von Neumann shouts to the emperor, but he couldn't hear him. Instead, there are subtitles of what Von Neumann is saying. And he says, I've got it. We can use electronic elements to make gate circuits. It'll make a much faster and smaller computer. Your majesty, did you hear me? The emperor tries to swing his sword at Von Neumann, but it ends up hitting a drifting block of stone, causing sparks to fly. The block breaks into two pieces that then collide into another block that smashes the emperor in the middle. Stone chips and flesh and blood splatter and scatter everywhere. What a horror show. It's an appalling sight. But Wang doesn't hear the sound. It's silent. The atmosphere is gone, being sucked into the sun as well, as bodies drift blood boils into the vacuum inner organs are vomited out people are throwing up Ugh. their organs and turning into these strange blobs surrounded by crystalline clouds from the liquid that they're exuding
0: oh man so like
1: all the liquid in like your freaking you it's know it's like that
0: episode of the magic school bus where arnold goes out of the bus and like takes off his helmet on the moon and turns into a crystal oh my god it freezes
1: i don't remember that episode so that's basically what's happening. Wow. Inner oh organs vomited out right like the all the liquid that's like within your lungs and your intestine that's keeping them you know oiled up like is is coming out of them like everything's flipping inside out essentially because of the gravity it's just so crazy how like we're being held together by gravity the clouds of the three-body world turn into this giant vortex that's like spiraling toward its final resting place. Wang now looks at the sun and sees that it's, you know, changing shape. And he understands what he's actually seeing is that the two suns are peeking out from behind uh, the sun. So it looks it. kind of like a little blob. And against the background of the three suns, text
0: appears. Uh.
1: Civilization number 184 was destroyed by the stacked gravitational attractions of trisolar syzygy. The civilization had advanced to the scientific revolution and the industrial revolution. In this civilization, Newton established non-relativistic classical mechanics. At the same time, due to the invention of calculus and the von Neumann architecture computer, the foundation was set for the quantitative mathematical analysis of the motion of three bodies. After a long time, life and civilization will begin Once more and progress through the unpredictable world of three body,
0: please keep your hands and arms inside the V suit at all times.
1: (laughs) We invite you to log on again in the future. And just as Wang logs off, but this time it's not anyone he knows. Okay. The voice on the line is very charming. Think. Customer service rep.
0: Okay.
1: Hi. First, I want to say thank you for giving us your real number. I'm a system administrator for the three body game. Uh,
0: uh, 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 uh. Face crack. Okay.
1: Wing is like, what the fuck? The customer service rep is like, please, could you tell us your age, education, employer, and position? You didn't fill those out when you registered. Wing's like, wait a minute. Who? For you? And the admin is like, oh, well, when you've reached this level, you must provide these pieces of information. If you refuse, the three body game will be permanently closed to you. Okay. So Wang.
0: Well, I mean, what are they asking for? Not like super personal. Nothing I
1: super mean, personal. A- age, education, employer, and position. Okay. And phone number, which he gave.
0: Where you work, though. Yeah. Uh.
1: So Wang answers truthfully. Because okay. I mean, he is sort of on a mission here. Yeah. To get more information. So the customer service shop is like, thank you. Okay please hold would you mind holding just for one more second thank you mr wang (laughs) okay very good professor wang i just checked with my supervisors and you satisfy the conditions for continued play and wang is like thanks uh can, can I ask a few more questions while I have you? And the customer service rep is like You may not, but tomorrow night there will be a meetup for three body players and we welcome you to attend. And the administrator gives Wang an address. Okay. And, and that is the end.
0: What? Of the chapter.
1: <laughs> Next week, Wayne goes to a meetup for three body players.
0: I mean, maybe now it's becoming like like a LARPing expedition. Right? You know? Just
1: like falls in love with a fellow hobbyist. What? Yeah, we're going places.
0: I mean, if anything, this entire book series is just exacerbating trust issues mm. that I may or may not have, but it's making them worse.
1: Every time I'm online, they're like, I trust Do you want nobody. all body <laughs> We value your privacy. No you don't. Neither do I apparently. I
0: don't want your cookies. Yeah. You're like digital girl scouts. Go away. I don't want them. I
1: mean, I am on TikTok. I feel like that's just disregard for any privacy.
0: <laughs> well, at least this week they didn't leave me in like total shambles cuz like now I already want to listen to next week
1: i know i'm pumped yeah things are taking off i I wonder how
0: many people are going to be at this meetup
1: i wonder how many more ways the three-body civilization can perish
0: i mean that (laughs) kind of seems to be what the game's purpose is but i love it
1: it's so addicting I would be addicted to this game. But yeah, curious to see who's at the meetup. Man. Is it going to be 100 people? Is it going to be three people? Because
0: well, I guess if they're filtering by like job, I guess they could and also level. be filtering by income. But then also by level of education, which right. also, I guess, technically is a filter of income. Right. What a week. The image of that pyramid coming apart and everything flying into the air. Do you know what it reminded me of? I mean, mm. well, with the addition of like the architecture also flying into the air. What was that show on HBO that had Justin Thoreau and it was almost like the rapture where all of the people just flew into the sky and disappeared?
1: The Leftovers? Yeah,
0: that. That's kind of what I was seeing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like maybe a future civilization will have like a monument built to the people who flew away.
1: Right. Or maybe they'll just wonder, how did this get Or have get no here? idea,
0: yeah, because there's no record. What a week. What a week. Thanks we... for joining us. Thank Great you job. Always. You too. As always.
1: As always. Um, I guess that's it we'll talk to y'all when brett's rebooted and yeah hopefully we're full functioning next week
0: i'm getting a couple upgrades and it's not where you think (laughs) you've been listening to radar peak a three-body podcast subscribe and download on apple podcasts or on spotify so you never miss an episode and for exclusive content we might not have time for subscribe to our patreon one last thing before you go if you enjoyed today's episode, leave a review and tell your friends about us. Join in on the conversation when you follow us on Twitter at RadarPeakPod. See you there.